0: thanks for tuning in you are now listening to the sports card lessons podcast with your host ken cairns a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way so sit back and relax there won't be a test the only thing being graded is the cards you are now on with ken Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media on Instagram at sportscard Hit the follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word welcome everybody welcome to another monday episode how is everybody doing hope you all had a great weekend Uh, i am just uh coming off the east coast national and that's basically the whole episode today is just going to be talking about that breaking it down um things i saw things i learned what i did any deals i made we're gonna to get to it today but first I just want to shout out to all the people I saw this weekend uh, dealers attendees saw a ton of people I'm afraid I, you know I'm afraid I didn't I'm gonna miss somebody so I'm not gonna list names I just want to give everybody that I saw this weekend and that came by to see me um, just give them a huge shout out it was definitely good to see uh, see some f- familiar faces that I haven't seen in a while some some I haven't seen since um, the spring since the, uh, the New York City, uh, Laza's New York City show. So it's good to see some people and start catching up. East Coast National. Definitely wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, coming off of National, um, which was just, you know, a month ago, uh, maybe even just a little less than a month ago, the crowds at National. Um, this show just had buzz that I was expecting kind of the same thing there. Uh, and, and it definitely wasn't. It wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, and especially after hearing the stories of the White Plains show. So I'd never been to the White Plains show. But I know last year, um, you know, my my good friend Rob, sports car therapist, was at that show. Uh, I was talking to him on the phone from that show. Uh, after that show, just what an amazing Crowded show it was so just in my mind that that that's what I was expecting this year at this show uh and it definitely it definitely was not the show I was expecting uh Friday was dealer setup so uh, I was up early uh you know not a bad ride down there like an hour forty minutes I got up early I wanted to be beat miss the morning rush hour traffic but beat any afternoon traffic. Uh, so I got down there early. It was a nice setup and nice ramp. It was at a, it was at a community college. so it was a, the area was huge that, that we were setting up in. Um, it was a nice, nice easy move in back down the ramp, unload your stuff. Uh, th- the place was set up in squares uh, and there were eight eight foot table per squares. Um, big area. The I the you know the aisles were big, definitely a lot of room there. Um, Friday was a sneak peek from one to seven. It was a twenty five dollar admission, uh, and it was a sauna in there. It was so hot on Friday that was the complaint of the day. Um, just just I mean obviously while you're rolling your stuff in and setting your stuff up, I mean I was sweating. But later in the day, when everything was done and I was just sitting in my chair, I was sweating. That's how hot it was in there. And that was the complaint of the day. And they said, tomorrow it's going to be better. And 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 it was, I'll get to that when we hit Saturday. It was definitely a little better, but Friday was was so hot. Um as far as the one to seven, most of the people coming to the tables were dealers. Um the chat was, the chatter was everyone uh saying that you know come 5 30 between 5 30 and seven it's really gonna get busy like a lot of people are gonna come in and and that never happened that never happened it stayed like again it was mostly deal I had some sales there were some people you know because you can tell the lanyards the dealers are wearing the lanyards and uh and and you could tell who who were the attendees and the dealers and and I definitely made some sales on Friday. Um, but it certainly wasn't busy. I probably could have just waited till Saturday and went in Saturday morning and set up. Although, uh, they didn't give, you know, Saturday people much time to set up. It was, you had an hour to set up before the show where on Friday we got in there at, you could get in there, I guess at seven in the morning. Uh, I ended up getting there about nine 30. Uh, so it was just a nice slow setup. Um, But I left right at 7, home by 9, a little more traffic coming home, and then I was back at it again. Now, Saturday morning, uh, we thought the doors uh, were opening at 7, so I got there at 7.30 Saturday morning, uh, and the doors actually didn't open till 8, and the show started at 9.00. But on Saturday, what was interesting was when I pulled in, I just expected to go the same way I did the day before and all these signs pointing you in a new direction. And I'm like, what, what is this? Where are we going now? So we had to drive all the way around to the backside of the building. And that's where it was for dealer entrance and dealer setup. And on the backside of this building, it was, wasn't even paved. It was just all gravel. And, and these poor guys that were coming in to set up Saturday morning, like you couldn't roll your cart, and it was like a steep hill up to the door. You couldn't you couldn't park your car and, and set up your cart and roll it in. You literally had to back all the way up to somewhere up at the top and then unload your stuff onto your cart. But it had to be like right at the door and the people who came in early Saturday, just left their cars there. So anyone that came later, you were literally, I watched people carry their stuff from the bottom of the hill up to the top and then put it on a cart inside the door and then roll it in. It, it definitely did not, did not think about the dealers come Saturday when they switched everybody to the back side of the building. It, it, was, it was a little bit of a nightmare if, if you were trying to set up uh, on Saturday And if you showed up at like, you know, 8.15 or 8.30, because at that point, you know, it it was so crowded there for people trying to get their stuff in. I I was watching people. It was well after nine o'clock, you know, moving their stuff in. Uh, And I kind of felt bad considering the the day before we had this beautiful ramp that was paved on the other side of the building that you can unload your car from a good distance away and roll it in. Um, So, yeah, it was a little bit of a nightmare for those people coming in uh, to set up Saturday morning. Uh, So Saturday was a $15 admission um, versus the 25 on Friday. Uh, And Saturday was definitely cooler. It was warm in there, but it was cooler. So what they realized on Saturday, I'm sure they had other things going on, but they opened the doors up too. And they let the breeze from both sides of the building blow through where on Friday they had all the doors closed and, and, um, people were saying there were, there was no air conditioning and then somebody was saying, well, it was broken and they're fixing it. Uh, it, it never really got cool in there. So I, I'm really not sure if there was air conditioning or maybe some ventilation system or some fans they put on. It was definitely a little cooler. on. Sa- it wasn't, it wasn't cool, cool, like air conditioning and, and you know, the weather's 90 degrees outside, but, uh, but it was definitely a little bit cooler on Saturday. Um, I waited all day for the show to get busy, uh, you know, and it was one of those things. And, you know, uh, I talk about, and I always go back to last shows and I love last shows. I mean, I, I just, you know, they're busy, you know, you're going to have a, have a rush. And, and a couple of times with a last show where we already in the morning and like it didn't, it didn't get, didn't get going, like it didn't get busy. And you're like, oh no, like I I hope it's not going to be like this all day. I mean, I hope people are coming to the show. And then before you know it, you're you're so busy, you you know, realize hours have gone by, you haven't even sat down. Um, that wasn't the case here. Uh this here was it was a slow, it was a slow day. I'm gonna say slow with with Pat- patches of steady, right? So there, you know, you would have some people coming through and you'd be talking to some people, maybe, you know, have three, four or five different customers come around to the table and then you would have a chance to sit down for maybe 10 minutes, right? And then, you know, maybe another pocket of people would, you know, come up and then you'd stand back up. And, uh, it, it definitely, it never got really busy. It never got really busy, uh, on on Saturday. Um, But things I did notice on, on, I mean, between Friday and Saturday, I was only there the two days because I had a lot of time to walk around, you know, get up, you know, nobody at the table, take a walk around. I could go, you know, do a little shopping, but keep an eye on if somebody did come by my table. So things I noticed, uh, dealers were priced high everywhere, every deal. There wasn't one dealer that wasn't priced high. Um, I knew from walking around on Friday and comparing prices of my stuff, you know, things that I had in my case to, to, to what other dealers and I knew what my prices were. I knew what my prices were on most of my stuff. Uh, and then going and seeing what the other dealers had. I, I knew at that point I was probably going to have a pretty good weekend of sales. If, if the cars I had in my case were the cars people were looking for, um, i was definitely going to be the, right, the the lowest price i'd i'd have been the right price uh, a lot of times the dealers and and i don't know i i almost want to say that there are a lot of people were just annoyed because they were so hot especially friday I, I just think people were just uncomfortably hot on friday and they were just annoyed and and i don't blame them because i was a little annoyed too but i just noticed that you know when you walked up and and they knew i was another dealer i mean i had a, the lanyard around and I'd say, hey, what's your best price, you know? And they would come out and say, this is the price, rock bottom. Like they were so quick to give a, to say, you know, to say if something comps at $1,000 and they had it in their case for $1,500, and, and and i asked you know what's the best you can do on that they'd say 13 is the best i can't go any lower and and that was it that was the end of the negotiation the conversation is like if you wanted it you were paying 1300 you're going to pay 300 over comps or you just didn't get it um so that's kind of what 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 i i i felt they they were at their their rock bottom price very quickly. There wasn't going to be a lot of negotiation going on. And, and there wasn't a lot of people there. It wasn't like it was so crowded that, you know, people were just like, look, I'm just going to give you this price because I'm doing so much other stuff. And and, and I think too, I think being so warm in there, just kind of made it a strange, a strange day, especially on Friday. Uh, in my opinion, uh, vintage baseball, I mean, was, was, was really popular. Um, I noticed that a lot of people were looking for vintage baseball. Um, I know on Saturday when uh, Rob sports car therapist was with me, he had, you know, vintage stuff in the, in his case, a lot, a lot of people coming looking and, and Ben, who was on the other side of me, he had some vintage baseball in there. Like a lot of people were here where they talking, I, you know, obviously I don't have any, so that, that conversation I wasn't part of on either side of me, But I did notice just walking throughout the room, there was a lot of vintage there and there was a lot of talk about vintages. Just seems to be a lot of hype about vintage baseball right now. Um, And that's not my lane. So I don't know that much about it. But um, I could I could just tell that uh, definitely the, uh, the, you know, the vintage stuff. I mean, a lot of people were looking for football. Uh, a lot of people were looking for baseball. They came up specifically asking for for particular players um, that they were looking for in, in, in either sport. Um, and, you know, Saturday they had autographs going on too. And the way the room was set up, it was a very, very big room. They had the autographs all the way on the other side. And um, I don't know how many of the people actually walked the room Versus I've watched people walk, you know, walk by empty handed and come back out of that area, you know, with with pictures that were autographed and stuff and kind of just walked out the door. I don't think they spent much time, you know, going through the dealer tables, too, that came for the autographs. Uh, what else? Dollar boxes, dollar boxes, discount boxes, still very popular. I think they're always going to be popular. Um and I noticed people buying up people's discount boxes. And that did happen to, to, uh, Rob sports car therapist right next to me. I mean, literally just sold all his discount boxes. I mean, not just one or two, I mean, look the whole box. Right. And I watched that happen to two or three other people. I watched people walking by with three or four, you know, boxes of slabs that they literally just bought off of somebody's table uh so that seems to be coming a thing now too but definitely the in my dollar boxes uh you know i one dollar and two dollar boxes um mostly the football players uh the football cards they they were pretty popular i sold a bunch out of there and it's funny because i have i have a box of wrestling too that I have uh, $1 and $2 cards out of that, the uh, AEW, the first edition cards, which have always been very popular. And every show I could go to, I could usually sell, you know, maybe 30 or 40, 40 of those cards. Um, I noticed since um, I had that box at National, and I had that box, and I haven't, hadn't I sold one card out of that box, um, whether it was the, um, uh, just the regular, uh, wrestling cards or the, uh, or the AW. Um, but in my case, I had wrestling, you know, in the one touches, you know, the uh, numbered and autographed cards, the Alexa bliss, things like that. Um, I was selling those and I was selling tennis too, uh, which I hadn't, I sold some cards at national. We talked about it here on the pod. Uh, I sold, you know, a decent amount of car, tennis cards in one day that I wasn't set up at National. But tennis had not been popular at all, and I sold some tennis cards this week. And I had an extra room. I, 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 had purchased a new case, so I actually had three cases. Uh so in, instead of putting those tennis cards and the wrestling cards in boxes, I threw them in the case and I was selling some of those cards too. So I was pretty happy about that, you know, just trying to move those. But but the the dollar and discount box is still popular. Um one thing I noticed, and and I and I guess I've done this too and I've thought this out, but it's it's really becoming uh something that I'm noticing a lot now. Uh is that people are showing up with a backpack. And a case, you know, like a Zion case or whatever. And they're like, oh, are you buying? Of course I am. Let me see what you have. And you start going through and it's just all crap. I mean, just just crap. And when I start noticing the crap cards in there, you know, then somebody would say, you know, at one point, like people are like, oh, well, would you trade? And then they're looking and they're looking at my case, my higher end case. And then they take off the backpack. Now they're pulling out better cards out of the back. Like they don't even want people to see these cards unless they're willing to, you know, they're, they're looking to, you know, move them for a, for a bigger car, you know? So, so it, it's funny. So people are coming up to me and said, are you buying? I said, yeah, I probably want to buy what's in the backpack more than someone's in the case. And they start smiling at me. It's like, I, I know what's going on at this point. it's like, I, I don't want to buy your crap. You know, you could certainly, you know, show me your crap, but I'm not going to buy it. I don't want to waste our time. I said, I'm looking for cards that I can put in this case right here. And I'm and I'm pointing out my case that those cards in that case are anywhere from five hundred to five thousand dollars. I mean, those are the cards I'm looking for. These two cases here that have cards that are you know from fifty dollars to one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars, those aren't the cards I'm looking for. And I, and it just I'm just I'm telling I'm not telling telling them that to be mean. I just I don't want to waste anybody's time. I just want them to know. What I'm looking for, what I'm interested in buying, and then anything else unusual. If they have something unusual, you know, I, I'll definitely, definitely take a look at it. Uh, so overall, for me, I, I mean, the show was great. I had a my two day show uh, as far as sales. I mean, they were great for me. It, it was a great show. I would listen li- list that show for me if I based it solely on my sales. It was a great show. Uh, I had a lot of downtime between sales. Um, I did a lot of walking around uh, trying to find things um, to buy because by Saturday, uh, midday, I was very cash-heavy but really couldn't find things to buy. Uh, I talked about the XRC cards. I love those XRC cards. I, I walked the room. There was no quarterback XRCs, the Herbert, the Burrow, uh, Mahomes, homes, these three I'm looking for. Um, and I'm really looking for the PSA 10s. Uh, I did find one Burrow nine, five. Um, and it's interesting. Comps are, are just such a funny thing, right? Uh, and especially on a specific card. So when I did see the borough nine, five, and I looked up comps, they, you know, I looked up on an alt, alt said, oh, you know, the card, card's worth around $1,090. Um, and then I go to, you know, recent sales and then one sold for uh, I think $1,100 and then one sold for, well, um, actually, I should say the last one that sold, which sold on the Friday and Saturday, I was looking at the comp. So on Friday, one sold for $610 on eBay. Right. And then the one the day before that one sold for like one thousand ninety dollars and, you know, one thousand whatever, maybe eleven hundred, whatever. But it's just funny. I mean, I I wish I could. I wish I could have had that six hundred and ten dollar one. Right. And then I looked back like within a week and another one had sold for maybe like seven hundred or six hundred ninety dollars or something. And then you really don't know really what to believe. So that I, I said I said to the to the dealer, I said, and he had a $1,400 price tag on it. I said, hey, what's the best you can do in this? And he pulled out his phone and he said, well, the last comp on it is 12 something. And I said, 12 something. I said, I, I think, isn't it 610? And he, his eyes got big like he's ready to argue with me. I said, I, I'm not, I don't expect it to get it from 610. But for if you're going to tell me something, just tell me the truth, right? I mean, I, I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at. And uh he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "That, that, that's a lie. I mean, that that can't even be true. And I said, yeah, I, I, I wish I could have got it at that. I said, but, you know, what, do, what are you looking at? And he says to me, well, what do you think? And I said, you know, I'm thinking maybe, you know, 900 to a 1,000. And he says, well, I'm thinking more like 12 to 1,300. And I said, okay, we're, we're, we're not close. And he said, thanks for stopping by. And he just turned and walked there. There was no other there was no other conversation happening over that card, but that was the only XRC quarterback uh, I saw in the room. I And I walked that room for two days and I had mine in my case. Um, my Josh Allen by far was the most popular. Everybody that came by asked the price on it. Uh, and I, you know, I told them I'm high. I mean, I'm high on the card. Um And I really, I'm really not looking to move it. It's one of those things that, you know, I've, I've got him, I've got Trevor Lawrence and Mac, Mac Jones are all PSA tens, right? I said, I'm really not looking to move these cards. I like these cards. They're kind of my PC, but I'll overprice them. I mean, I'm learning from the people around me that said, don't leave those cards home, You, you know? overprice them and put them in your case or tell people I'm high on it and put it in your case. You never know what else is going to show up. You know, somebody may show up and say, Hey, I have the Josh Allen tie dye, you know, I, let, let's make a deal. You never know when you can move that card up. So I bring those cards with me now and I tell them I'm high, but everybody was stopping and asking about the XRCs uh, and saying, I like literally haven't seen any in the room uh, this weekend. Um, I was thinking, um, I, I'm always going to keep my eye out for them, right? But I'm thinking probably right now is not the best time to buy those cars uh, in in this window now. This August, August, uh, September, even October. I mean, I didn't buy any football this weekend, uh, and I and I didn't just because I learned from last year, and I know it was very early in what I was doing but I learned from last year that I started buying all these cards in, in, August and September. And, you know, after the first week or the second week in the NFL, those prices were just, they were all down. I mean, everything that I purchased, i I, I was negative in all those cards. So I didn't feel this was the best time to buy any football. I, my football window has closed. Right. If there was something that I wanted for my PC, if I could find an XRC that that it, it is, is, you know, the price is right. I would certainly jump on it. Um, and it's funny, every time I mention my PC and what we're talking about here, you know, I, I, I had a conversation with John from behind the diamond talking about, you know, my PC. He says, really, what is my PC? You asked me what my PC is. I told you what it is, but it's really not. You know it, it, if the price is right everything's for sale right and, and and I guess that's true he says, you know I love this card I would never want to part with this card but if you're offering me twice as much as it's worth you want to give me you know a hundred percent over uh, sold I'm gonna sell the card and most people most people will do that and, and you know and and I understand that I and mean, I probably feel kind of the same way on that because you could oh you know for some cards you can replace some cards you can't replace but some cards you could replace. Um, and I, and I, and a card that's replaceable, I couldn't see somebody offering me huge comps over that. So like, like on, a uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of these XRC PSA tens out there. I don't think anyone, if I could price my, my card high, I don't think anyone is going to pay way up on a card that they could probably just go to eBay and buy. Right. So I guess if I put it in my case, it makes conversation. It gets people to stop. Right. And we can talk and, you know, go from there. Uh, I'm thinking on those. Maybe by the time Hofstra comes, I'll start seriously considering, which is in October. I'll see where the prices are at there. And if they're still high there, who knows? I may even wait to the spring to uh, pick up some higher end stuff that I'm looking for. But, you know, if the price is really right on anything, you know, I don't mind jumping into it. And we don't know. I mean, we have no idea what the football season is going to be, right? We don't know uh, in the first few weeks who's going to be shining out there. Because We know somebody is. We know somebody, their prices are going to go up because, you know, it, it happens with everybody every year, right? About last year, I mean, there was a few people, but Mac Jones was out of control last year, right? I, I don't see unless he, you know, comes out of the, you know, the, with the first game, you know, doing some, some great things. I, I, you know, I'm not sure who it is. It could be Trevor Lawrence, right. The new team, new coach or not a new team, but you know, a new coach and new, uh, a uh, new playbook, right? May, may, and some new players over there and some new people calling the plays. I mean, all of a sudden he could be great. So who knows? We, we have no idea. So that's why I think I'm just going to – I have enough cards in my case. I have enough cards for my upcoming shows to fill my cases and to see where the you know, where, where, where the prices are going on, on some of these players and, and just try to be a little smarter this year and not jump in too much. Uh, I did buy uh, two cards, two cards this weekend, uh, and they were both pop sentry cards, believe it or not. Um, Someone I do like, I do, which I have a few cards that I've just sent off to PSA that I picked up, and I've had them in my case, and I had them high, um They were Mike Tyson cards and I had them priced high because I really wasn't sure if I wanted to sell them or not. And then I just decided, you know, I'm going to send them about a week or two ago. I decided I'm going to send them off to PSA and have them graded because I mean, I know they're not going to come back tens, but uh, they're definitely nice cards. But I did pick up another uh, Mike Tyson card. Uh, It's the 2022 Leaf Pop Century Signatures. Uh, It's the Tiger print two of three. And if you're on YouTube, I am holding it up. Um, Nice autograph card. So I was excited about that. I got a really good price on that. And I also picked up uh, another 2022 Pop Century Signatures, Bob Odenkirk, purple, 6 of 15. And if you're not sure who that is, he's Saul Goodman. I better call Saul and from Breaking Bad. And I think before that he was a writer on Saturday Night Live. So just somebody I, I, I like this guy. So and I kind of like these pop century cards. Um and who knows, maybe low key. I'll, I'll start grabbing a few of those. I mean, they've got so many different people in there and 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 they kind of pull on those strings a little bit, right? Of a show that you that you really love, like the Bob Odenkirk. I mean, I love Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So I was like, yeah, I definitely, would definitely like that card. Uh, and other shows that I've seen throughout the years, I'm starting to see some people in some movies and things like that. So I think I might uh, ha- create a little, uh, little small PC of those as well. Um, as for my sales, uh, what we talked about last week, putting everything at or just above, just above comps, right? Um, kind of my my uh, my new sales techniques here, just trying to make everything easier, uh, not making it so hard to go to a show and really have to work to make sales, that buying cards below comps, putting and I know it sounds obvious, but um, this was the first time people at the show just walked up you know, I have everything in my cases are priced. There's prices on everything. Uh, they walked up, they saw the price, they pulled their phone out. They look at something. Uh, and a lot of times what used to happen is they'd walk away. I mean, sometimes we'd never have a conversation and we'd walk away and then I could see them look back at the card and look back at their phone, thinking to myself, thinking to themselves, wow, this, this is priced really well. Right. And, and, you know, they always ask the same thing and I don't blame them. They say, Hey, can you do any better? And I say, "Hey, that card is right at comps, you know, and on some of them, if I put it up twenty five dollars or thirty dollars or forty dollars, I could say, you know, what, it's I know that card right now is like thirty or forty dollars over comps. We could split the difference type of thing if you want, you know, take 20 off or 15 off or something like that. And they were fine. They were happy. Perfect. Perfect. And they're buying the card saying yeah, that was a great price, you know, and, uh, you know, my friend Rob sports card therapist he, he's funny about he'll come over when i make a sale and he'll over my shoulder he'll say oh that's a great card and, and he says to me you got to make the people feel good about your and and, and I, th- I said they already feel good i mean the price was right they knew the price was right they knew they were getting a great card and they're getting a great card at a great price i mean the whole the whole business plan works. I mean, it, it, it and it's easy. And a couple of people I sold cards to that walked away, came back an hour later, Looking back in the case again, looking because they went off to, you know, a lot of times when people go to these shows, and I know I've been there myself, like I say, I show up with, whether you're showing up with $500 or $5,000, right? It doesn't matter what your budget is. And you show up at that money, like you, you come to a card show. You, I mean, you really, you're, you're excited. You want to, you want to spend the money, right? You want to buy some things. And sometimes you, you get discouraged if you walk around and you're looking for things and things are so overpriced and you're like, do I really want to you know spend that much over on an item, right? So I, I I think what happened a couple of times is people walked around and they ended up back at my table because they knew my prices were fair. They were very fair. They were right at comps uh, and came back and a couple of them bought a second card. And one of them said, your, your prices are great. Like whatever you're doing, keep doing it because your prices are much better than than anyone else I've seen in here. So it, it kind of made me feel good. Um, I sold my, uh, my, uh, 2000 Brady Bowman, my PSA eight. Uh, I had that listed for 1400 last comp on that last sale, uh, on eBay was 1138. And I know, um, all had it at 1198. And everyone else in the room, everyone I walked and I saw Brady, uh, this same card, PSA eight, had this card well over $1,500, you know, anywhere, 15, 17, $1,800, just way over comps. And I asked somebody too, I said, is that really the true price on that? And he goes, he's a goat. Like he's going to, he's going to, we know he's going to retire, right? So, you know, I I wouldn't let it go for any less. I mean, that, that's kind of what he thought. So I had a guy who came to my table, he saw the card, did the same thing, pulled the phone out, but I know he'd been looking for one for a while because he told me afterwards. So so he knew what the comp was. I don't know why he was playing the game with the phone, but then he said, you know, what's the best you can do? And I said, well, you have my price, make me an offer. And he took out his phone, he looked at the comps, he says, well, there was one that sold at 38, uh, 1138. And I said, do you have the all app? I said, you know, do the all app on there. Cause I knew it was going to come out at 1198. And he said, that's yeah, 1198. And I said, what's your offer? He said, will you take 12? And I said, sure. Done. Easy sale. Sold. Right. I mean, it doesn't get any easier than that. And that, and that's a little bit of a, you know, for me, that's a little bit of a higher end card. Right. But It was an easy sale. I acquired that card at a $900 value. So it's a no brainer for me that I could let that go. 1200 easy sale. And that's how most of my sales went this weekend. Like really that that's how they went this weekend. And, and, you know, setting up at these shows over the last year, maybe a little less with, with my buddy, Rob sports card therapist. He, you know, he was just shaking his head. He's like, you know, it's unbelievable. Like all the sales you're getting, like the things that are happening with you at your table. Um, And I feel it. I mean, I know he sees it, but I feel it. And I really, I just, I just think it keeps getting better and better what I'm doing. Uh, You know, I just hope that there's, you know, the opportunity to get the cards at the right price, to put them out there at the right price. That's, that's, that's really going to be the, the challenge. Now the challenge is not going to be sitting at the table and trying to force feed a sale, right. Or or get, you know, money for a car, just saying, look, I'm into it for this much. So if you want it, that's what you have to pay. My challenge now is going to be on the other, on the beginning side is getting them at the right price that I can put them out there for a profit. So, uh, Friday I was solo. Um, Well, I was there with John from behind the diamond. He was there as well. Um, he had half, half our square. Um, I, on Friday I had a quarter of the square and then there was another quarter of the square, which that person didn't show up till Saturday. Uh, but then on Saturday, Rob came, uh, and we set up together, you know, we had our two tables, we had our life, lifeguard chairs out. I don't know, uh, if I had mentioned he broke down and he ordered a, one of my lifeguard chairs after making fun of me for so long so uh had to show them how to put it all together <laughs> and get them get set up and show them how to relax while you're doing this and he even said this this is great like you, you feel so good it's so comfortable sitting in the chair uh you know when you stand on your feet all day it's tough it, it takes a lot out of your body out of your feet your legs things like that um and, and we were just a couple guys, right? Just sitting back in our chairs, chatting it up between customers. Uh, it was really kind of a fun day Saturday. It was definitely different uh, than any other show I've been at that or that we'd been at together. I mean, how often is it you can hang out with your friend all day Saturday, laughing and carrying on at a card. You're at a card show, you're selling cards, you're making money, you know, you're talking about your deal. It was, it was just a great day. Um, definitely a great day. So, so overall, um, East coast national, um, I, I think it could have been better. Uh, I don't know why that, and maybe because it was August and it was 90 degrees outside. People were on vacation, had a, maybe it's a show that you do, uh, you know, in a, a September, October, November that draws a ton more people or even in the winter time. Um, but it, it definitely, um, the space inside there was, was right. It was big enough. Um, I don't know if maybe the location change affected, affected it. Um, but overall for me, uh, sales wise, I give it an A plus. I mean, I had a great weekend of sales. Um, could I have sold more? Probably if there was a lot more traffic, I probably could, but, um, that's the show. I mean, I I just think if there were more people there, there were more customers there. it, It would have been a better day, uh, or a better, better weekend for, for most of the dealers. Um, shout out to Ethan on Instagram at the card saber. Uh, so he had the Eddie card. I, I talked about last week, uh, I needed one card to complete my set of the Fanatic Zero Cool Stranger Things four. Those promo cards, they were the giveaways at National. I, I it's funny you say it was a giveaway at National. You can't imagine how much it cost me to buy all these cards. But um, he had the Eddie card, and uh, that completed my set of eighteen. So I've, I've now, I now have the whole set of eighteen, and I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I do know there were two people, uh, at this show with the cards for sale. Uh, one of them knew the value he had, you know, it was a younger kid. He had 10 of them. Uh, and I kept saying, I mean, you're only eight away. And his dad kept saying, you know, if, if I could, if I thought I could buy the, the uh, 11, the Millie Bobby Brown card at a reasonable price. I, I would tell him to keep the set, but I just think it's going to cost a fortune. Again, I know that card is expensive. There's a few other cards that expense, that are expensive. Um, and I know Eddie is, is the other one that, that's pretty expensive. Uh, and there was another guy there that had a couple cards and he had them way overpriced. And I asked him about it. He said, I, 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 have no, I, I had no idea these things were that much money. He said, I had three packs that I ripped open. He said, I I don't even know where three of the cards are. These are the three that I know there's three more cards somewhere. I don't even know where they are. He goes, I probably threw them in a bag somewhere. I didn't even think they were worth anything. Um, so, so I think there's a lot of people that probably went to national, especially the kids. Cause I don't think the I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I know a lot of people, my age, now that I'm mentioning this, a lot of people say, wow, it's a great show. So I, I guess I can't say that, but I think a lot of it, you know, I think I'm hoping maybe a lot of the cards just really got lost or misplaced or no one ever realized that they were really worth anything. Cause it really, you know, you could say there's a decent amount for sale on eBay, but you know, is there really compared to, you know, the platform of eBay, there, there's maybe about eight or ten cards up there for sale, so that's not a lot of cards. And there's is 18 cards, and if people are selling those singles, I don't know how many people, how many sets are actually going to be made. So I'm hoping my set will, you know, hold some value. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, upcoming shows: Springfield, Mass. Uh, that'll be my next show, October 1st and 2nd. Um, the Hofstra shows in Long Island. That's October 16th and 17th. And now I know the Mohegan Sun show uh, that's been announced um, November 19th and 20th. So it's interesting that, you know, Springfield, I mean, I know Springfield's always been a one day show. They're going to do two days now. Um, And Mohegan. Uh, was a two-day show. I think it was a one-day the first time, and then last time it was a two-day show. Um, And I don't know... uh, I know Hofstra is a two-day show. I did the Hofstra Hofstra show last uh, April, I think it was. I did the Hofstra show. That was a two-day show. Uh, And they had amazing people signing. And... You could on Sunday, because I kept saying, you know, to my family at home, I said, I'm probably going to cut out of there around two o'clock, three o'clock. You know, I'm going to get out early. I'll get home early on a Sunday. And they had people signing right up to five o'clock and the place was busy right up to five o'clock. So I'm hoping uh, the Springfield and the Mohegan show with this extra days that they have enough going on on Sunday that it's going to you know, continue to bring people in um, because the show itself won't be. I don't think it's going to be big enough just alone for two days. But if they bring in people that are going to autograph and draw crowds in, I think they'll definitely, it could definitely be worth it. But this is what I'm looking forward to these shows. And uh, I haven't mentioned the last show yet because we haven't gotten any schedule from him um, on his uh, upcoming shows. So uh, stay tuned for that, but that's it. This will end or complete the Monday episode, uh, and I'll be back here Friday with a new episode for you guys. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe. Most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you.